Dear Adriana, I want to share one story with you, which is a sort of comment to the research archiving artistic anxieties. It is a story I recently wrote about anti-resilience, staying with your practice, narrative eroticism, woman and magic, weaponization with nakedness, dramatic spectacle, anti-representation and criticality. Through these subjects, I believe it talks about both yours and my work. Yours, Goda. Santa by Goda Pelakite. Before her execution, Alexander asks to speak to Tekla again, but she refuses, even though she knows that humility could save her. Tekla enters and the beasts attack her, yet a lioness protects her from a monstrous bear and then dies while killing a lion. Tekla raises her hands in prayer and plunges into a pool filled with aggressive seals. Suddenly there is a lightning strike which kills all the seals. Tekla emerges with a cloud of fire covering her nakedness. Even more beasts are set out, but many women in a crowd throw herbs and spices into the arena to calm the animals. Meanwhile, Tekla's patroness, Trifena, faints out of horror, and the governor gets terrified because Trifena is related to the emperor. If she were dead at the emperor's sponsor spectacle, it could cause immense trouble for the governor himself, and he stops the spectacle. Later, Tekla travels to Mira in search for Paul. For the journey, she dresses as a man and is joined by a group of young women. She gains immense popularity. Once reunited, Paul finally accepts her commitment and they continue teaching the world together. Some other introduction notes. This online publication is about making public what has been done and where is at the moment the research project archiving artistic anxieties. As a website, the publication can host the future thinking and events of the same research project. The parts developed in the collaboration are the structure for working. The writing process is, in a way, outsourced to Sina, Pia, Tina and Goda. From the discussion with Tina about what makes an essay an essay, we decided to write a research paper. This research paper presents the concepts of the research in relation to this online publication. The research paper is being carried out through an online publication, archivingartisticanxieties.me, an essay of sorts that is being shared by several people. As visible editors, friends and family, 
those artists and researchers got a double role, to help the essay and the text, and by doing so to introduce their own practice, research and thinking. The aim of this kind of editing is to give the essay plurality of voices, to expose the shared authorship in writing and editing and an element of publishing in reading. Pia contributed to the essay with parts of her performance scripts. She improved the language and proposed the layout. Writing with Pia, a practice-led research in the arts that focuses on the sovereignty of the artist in the context of exhibition practice. I am going to pretend now that this writing will be an essay or part of an essay and the whole website we are making is the essay. Actually a reader navigating through the website reads in and that way edits what can be her or his version of the essay. But I still have to pretend that this writing will be an essay otherwise I won't write it. Hello Mark, Karen, Lilia, Mom, Dad, Eva, and Fenke Vladimir, I will start with a note about what I'm working on. I'm working on a text which I have written two months ago, soft for the institution, which describes the apparatus of my practice. This is complicated. My practice is based on the performance of text in the sense of the text script having performativity of itself and me performing it so the writing and doing at the same time. This writing and doing at the same time creates a synchronicity which creates an uncanny feeling or vertigo. It's not clear whether I'm speaking or whether the script is speaking. I'm not sure either. It's very important, however, that this takes place on the moment of performance itself. This makes the written text to be vital, but something that takes hold only momentarily, after which to be discarded. Of course it can recur as an anecdote or memory, more or less detailed and precise or changed over time, but never again in the moment itself. I got very excited about distribution of the moment of performance, or voicing or writing, over several moments of writing, reading, listening. Because you are one of the audiences I address, sometimes I mention your first name, I hope you don't mind, otherwise you can pick another one. The idea of the online publication or an essay of sorts came from a need to put things together to have something solid from all the promises predictions and tryouts within the research project archiving artistic anxieties, but that solidification would be in contradiction to what the project stands for. This resistance provoked the idea of making the whole website the essay and readers as editors. So right now I'm not the unreliable narrator that you know me as, but I'm reliable Pia Lawrence, the researcher. Not, it's not coincidence that I'm currently trying to write a text. I see similarities with the relation of the written text to the spoken text, 
in terms of fixation and reliability. I want to write a text that both explains and destabilizes. Is text a metaphor for history, Adriana? Adriana, who is I? Am I finally producing documentation? The design and the structure of the website is done by Sina and represents his response to the propositions of the essay. All the elements of the essay, the text, the documentation of events, the hyperlinks and the comments take place together on the screen. The following block of text is written in one breath. It exposes the initial writings related to this research project and explores the shifts in style, language and thinking. This is the version that Sina, Fiat, Tina and Goda got and from there we shaped archivingartisticanxieties.me. I am going to pretend now that this writing will be an essay, or part of an essay, and the whole website we are making is the essay. Pia. Maybe nice to read here is the research project by Emily Herdeman, titled Essaying Art. Uniformly defined, the essay has historically been notoriously difficult. The essay is labeled as undefinable, non-genre, and unmethodological method. This is mainly due to the essay's diverse, flexible, self-reflective, and experimental form. It drifts between the artistic and the scientific, the experimental and the intellectual. Both the essay and performance don't fit the neat definitional boxes of genres and disciplines. Transcending assumed borders, they expand beyond the safety of the known, which leads us to new pathways. They both have an inherent, authorial, momentarily, and process-oriented active attitude. In essence, performance is the live act of an artist. The essay is an attempt. Actually, a reader navigating through the website reads in and that edits what can be her or his version of the essay. But I still have to pretend that this writing will be an essay. Otherwise, I won't write it. I mean, what's the point? The events have already taken place. There are short descriptions, posters, invitations, publications. Publications that were performed and activated. There are links for online material, posts on social networks and all the other printed matter that follows the art events. Goda, do you consider including events, descriptions, publications and so on that you want to do in the future? 
Yes, the idea is that this text will continue in the future. The documentation of events and new understandings in relation to the concept introduced now will be added later. Goda. I don't mean documentation, but perhaps describing the events that you want to happen, regardless it happens elsewhere than this essay or not. Perhaps essay as an exhibition? idea of the online publication or an essay of sorts came from a need to put things together to have something solid from all the promises predictions and tryouts within the research project archiving artistic anxieties Tina putting things together makes them solid interesting Solid matter is something three-dimensional, has weight, texture, volume, which it tends to retain, and shape, which may be definite or indefinite, and which can be changed by force as when broken. Maybe your essay is not any more essay. Putting promises, predictions and tryouts into something solid. Kako si mislilo, maybe your essay is not any more essay. To mi zanimljivo. Pitanje za tebe i nije retoričko, ako ti je interesantno da mi napišeš što misliš. Ako uzmem u obzir cijeli ovaj sajt, ne samo ovaj tekst, može li to biti esej? Tina. Ne znam tačno na šta misliš. Šta je esej? Introduction, body, conclusion, gdje oblikuješ skup ideja u neke argumente. Ne znam kakva bi formula baš postojala za to i zašto nešto ne bi bilo esej. Ne bi trebalo da postoji nikakvo ograničenje kreativne nefikcije. Mislim da esej može da bude i hibriden. Meni se sviđa ideja da je i sajt zapravo esej. A ovo esej nije više esej, to je dio mog istraživanja. Ako porediš esej sa čvrstim tijelom, što Something Solid predstavlja, onda tvoj esej nije više esej, nego trodimenzionalno čvrsto tijelo. To su takozvane mrtve metafore koje su izgubile izborne slike svog značenja zbog široke upotrebe, pa nisu ni primjetne kad ih koristimo u svakodnevnom govoru. But that solidification would be in contradiction to what the project stands for. It sounds like something you already solved by making the whole website the essay and by seeing the readers as editors. And I cannot pretend all the time or I cannot pretend all the time if I am the only one pretending. It just becomes very boring. Once I invited some friends over to see my collection. Also, I do a card reading about artistic anxieties. Or we pretend we are going to do a horror workshop. Contingent Weirdness Workshop on Horror 
The workshop starts by imagining an aspect of our practices as a horror story, locating the fear and deciding, with the help of the group, what can be turned into horror. Doing so, we are interested in exploring the parts of our practice that are fucked up, that means to which extent what we can do can become a disaster, gore, torture. Starting from where one's practice produces damage and when thinking, disintegrate and disorient, we will map what escapes our peripheral vision. Adriana and Sina will explore, explore and reshape historical elements of the genre, such as zombies, gore and torture, of ghostly demons, vicious animals and cannibal witches, as well as medieval ser serial killer monsters and natural disaster and Frankenstein projects, and so on. Oh no, now this writing sounds like another of my performance readings texts. Pia, there is absolutely no problem, right? I guess not. You see, I'm pretending. The following sentence explains why it could be a problem. They used to be better in the beginning, later they became self-concerned. And who needs another woman talking about her problems with art? And just do it. You just have to do things, not talk about them. Yeah. I'm conflicted about this. I love the plural voice, but I don't love the self-deprecating tone of it. Of course, it's always present. I did a writing course with free writing, and the first paragraph of the other participants, all women, was always, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, before they go to the things they actually wanted to say. I mean, you and me both know why this text is useful, so why doubt it? It's me incorporating the critique I heard from other people. Goda. It's great to incorporate the critique and adopt, I think. It pretends. It dissolves the solidification. It establishes the anxiety of this text in a productive way. Pia. I would love to talk more about this type of incorporation of stupid critique in works, because I also do it, but I'm starting to doubt. It destabilizes the authority of the author, except when one isn't giving the authority to begin with. I agree with you, Pia, in this case. More than often, it's a trap you make for yourself. Here I complain, but I wanted to bond with you who are reading, since this kind of criticizing comes with a certain authority someone wants to establish upon you. So I also agree with you, Gordon. Pia. I wonder if we could link to the concept of wearing out from Carlo Lonzi. Lonzi attempts to use the language as close as possible to her lived experience. An important aspect of her experimentations with writing deals with the process of undoing existing ideas, imaginaries, literary forms, concepts she considers colonized by patriarchy. In 
Itinerario di Reflessioni, Journey of Reflections, 1977, she puts it beautifully. Perpetually bearing out the unconscious relationships that keeps us tied to the male world. Lonzi firmly believed in the need to logorare or wearing out of uh, cultural norms and relationships that shape how we perceive ourselves. For Lonzi, writing is one place where these ties can be unmade. The question is then, how do you share your struggles and concerns so the others trust you? Tina. Maybe trust is a choice. Also, word trust comes from Proto-Indo-European dreu, to be firm, hard, solid. So again, something solid. Sometimes it seems to me that you are allowed to expose vulnerability only if you deliver successful results in the end. Pia. The aim of performative publishing is to present research as a work in the making and to develop modes of presentation that shift from the product paradigm towards a modality of witnessing a process in its unfinished and searching vulnerability. VM. Okay, this is definitely not an essay introduction. Pierre. I think it could be. The concerns are legitimate. Why a central or definitive publication? But I think it could be shorter. You could also put it in another part of the text. Perhaps experiment? This essay will start again as a report on activities and formats that aim to explore generative tension of exhibiting ambiguous distinctions between practice and theory, theory and confession, documentation and production, artistic and curatorial oral exchange and artistic form as a potential to constitute new modes and methodologies of researching in public. I love the restart, but this is definitely personal taste of Pia. Can I use this part for my research, exhibiting ambiguous extinctions? Two years ago, I wrote... This research proposal begins from the position of certain artistic practices that are left powerless and stifled when faced with today's art system. The artistic efficiency and a prolific practice, as well as a commercially viable one, are not only revering the art market, but reinforcing it with its ability to adapt to trends seamlessly and reproduce itself with what seems like the only objective, economic and cultural consumption. I hear them talk about the dead of art. The dead of art is the dead of the artist. Someone wants to kill me, help. Mladen Stilinovic, 1977. Tina. Danas sem analizirala metafore država je živo bić. Jerumile. 
Nisam pretpostavila da ima toliko metafora za smrt i šta uopšte znači death. Kažu ovako definicije. According to some definitions, death is defined as the irreversible cessation of the capacity for consciousness. An alternative definition of death views, views it as the departure of the animating or vital principle or as the loss of the soul. Next, death may also uh, be understood as a fuzzy concept that is a process of dying rather than a determinate event. And finally, it is possible to describe death as a cluster concept that involves various symptoms, unconsciousness, absence of spontaneous efforts to breathe, absence of heartbeat, inertness, lack of integrated bodily functions, incapacity to grow, and physical decay. It is claimed that an organism can be considered death only if all these symptoms occur together. The various metaphorical conceptualizations of death and dying include a number of mappings, such as the beginning of a journey, a loss, a rest, sleep, the end, or a surrender. With this work statement thought, the artist uses the philosophical subject of grand narratives in Western canons of art and relates it back to himself, questioning his own artistic responsibility. With a peculiar sarcasm, but very precisely, the artist refers to the absurd position of artists in the art system. Who are them who announce the threat of the art if they are not the artists themselves? And who are those that the artists ask for help? Another artist, perhaps an artist in residence, is telling stories in her rooms. This is the text announcing Chi's experience. It all started shortly after the arrival at the residency hotel when Adriana discovered the text written on a steamy mirror in a bathroom. It was a call for help from an artist left powerless when facing today's art system. Although she was resisting taking part in many ways, reading this message as one of various strategies of myth-making common to the art field that has its sole intention the speculation of value-like, like it is in all mystery stories, guided only by personal motivation and desire to help, she took the role of an eccentric amateur detective. What was found and discovered in these investigations continued to be the case for itself and the intellectual exercise behind the puzzle of possible crime against the artist. Tina. A crime is a puzzle, metaphor, but also a puzzle is a knowledge. Puzzle is about bringing something under control. It's about reorganizing pieces into meaningful union, making a whole getting the knowledge or concluding something out of it. What is funny, that there is one thing we tackle when putting puzzles together. The edge pieces of the puzzle are straight lines. We can attach this metaphor to a crime, but is this an accurate metaphor for solving the puzzles in art? It's like understanding the certain concept up to a limit. 
On the other hand, there is one element that cannot be attached to the criminal investigation, but can maybe be attached to the art, and it is the sense that the puzzle is a game. Going through these old writings, I am surprised to see that some years ago I wrote with a kind of assertiveness that I thought I never had. Probably because most of these writings came to be with an attempt to make a successful PhD application. And perhaps the problem of the exhibition and exhibiting was more clear as a proposal. It is the artistic research that allows for complexity from a version of the proposal. By questioning artists' motivation and responsibility in the general context of art and art-related politics, there is an attempt to further expand the space of art. Tina. I think we mostly share the understanding of space. It's actually a static perception or homogeneous. It derives from a linear perspective where you place yourself, the subject, outside the space to observe the space as an object. The concept of the space of art becomes a visual abstraction. Does this make sense? You are now giving us a new space, which for me alludes to the Japanese concept ma. It is this change from seeing the person outside the information space to seeing the person inside the information space that is an important change of view. So this kind of their view does not negate an objective awareness of the static or homogeneous quality of space. In relation to these challenges, Within the art system, there is mainly power through conventions of exhibition making. What urgently needs to be done is to further expand the space of art by developing new circulation networks through which art can encounter its public, through education, publication, dissemination, and so forth, rather than perpetuate existing institutions of art and their agents at the expense of the agency of artists by immortalizing the exhibition as art-only possible ultimate destination. These different forms of communicating artistic research can still reproduce the same order of already existing structure. Hence, my research is about developing methods for elastic practice from within the complex structure of the exhibition. Pia. I think there needs to be more to this step. It needs to be more specific. I think there is a clear link uh, with the mechanisms of capitalism here. There is this call for an emancipation of the worker, but in the end, the commodification only spreads to the self. It's like, it's not about your labor, it's about you, but in the end, you become the commodity you are selling. A lot of problems of exhibition have to do with commodification. Art objects as artifacts separated from a context being as visi visible as possible and so on. I actually should read more about this. Elastic practice. Ovo mogu pripisati mo početnom nerazumijevanju u kom odnosu su umjetničke anksioznosti sa kritikom dominacije izložbi i diseminacije umjetničkog rada. Tina. Jesi li to nazvala elastic practice ili je to već neki postojeći koncept? Zašto baš elastic i ne shvatam šta je tačno značenje elastic practice? Kao adaptation ili to be able to resume ili... Elastica, otporno, flexible, adaptable. 
u psihologiji kao treba da postigneš uzajlans u borbi sa ansioznošću. Pa sam u jednom trenutku mislila da se o tome radi u ovom istraživanju. To kad postigneš uzajlans u poređenju sa elastičnom umjetničkom praksom. Ali nije to to, baš suprotno. O tome priča tekst u nastavku. Goda. I love it. How you dismantle your own concept. It's a great practice in itself. Also, elastic practice makes me think of what Katinka told me recently. We talked about how art schools name study programs that don't fit the canon. So, what she studied was called autonomous art. We wondered what is non-autonomous art according to this. It was not only an empty name for something that cannot fit the canon, but what bothers me here is that it gives another, not interesting direction, how to deal with artistic anxieties. This elastic is connected to resilience, to appropriate for getting stronger, bigger, to succeed, which affirms the center, the manipulative institutional apparatus, as powerful. To stay in anxiety is to see as both powerful and powerless. Goda. True. I don't believe in resilience and flexibility either. I was confused for some time with the intuitively put connection between artistic anxiety and exhibition. This idea of elastic practice originated in relation to developing resilience to artistic anxieties and used by the exhibition market system, which I thought for a short time defines what I aim for. Looking now at this quote in the text above, I am glad I stopped following the flux and to add to that, I think that may be this understanding of necessary resilience from anxiety. Has to do with the environments I was part of art schools with their masters and master's tools. Reaching to theoretical texts about contemporary art. Those seductive writings that give you the idea of understanding how things work in a way that the only choice you have is to think the same, otherwise you are between the manipulated others. A year ago, I defined it differently. The interest of this project is to look at how this symptomatic artistic practice can recognize its anxiety as a state that is prerequisite for criticality but does not necessarily makes it possible. And then, weaponize. I remember this last sentence came during the mentoring with Femke S. This session was an important turn in my thinking of the project. She just kept on asking me simple but crucial questions and I was able to define in words something that comes more as a feeling though experience of being. Let's not call it a professional but an exhibiting artist. Goda. Not very clear connection to me. Perhaps you explain in your language following or perhaps this emancipatory turn needs elaboration. What do you think? In my language, I wrote what I understand now, this sentence, as if it was more directed to me than to a proposal as a awakening push that I needed in that moment, that there are ways for critical thinking which are not confirming the center. Also, that when you become aware of this understanding, you need to protect it, to arm yourself with knowledge that can be shared or to build a minimal infrastructure that can support this different environment. Yeah. 
I was just thinking how to grow from here in relation to my own practice. Another question is how to institutionalize, to think in Catridge terms, what kind of institution could this practice become? In our presentations and in the sound publication for the subtracted seduction, this was addressed in different ways in different formats. On Friday 1st and Saturday 2nd February 2019, from 6 to 10 p.m., Adriana Gvozdenovic, Pia Lawrence and Eleanor Ivory Weber present their artistic researches at the former Swingers Club, La Porte de Sens, Today, an artist space called Hector to mark the end of their participation in the APAS program. With subtracted seduction, their individual researchers are framed through shared concepts such as anxiety, non-consensual co collaboration, authorship and institutional critique. In each of the three approaches, narratives created through these symptoms of the contemporary artist are investigated. The romantic artist is negated and the multifaceted artist materializes as both instigator and instigated, made up of multiple voices. Sound publications subtracted seduction is produced and supported by APAS for the event Subtracted Seduction at Hectoliter in Brussels. Preparing the event, we recorded our meetings and discussions that share interest in concepts of identity, construction, anxiety, non-consensual collaboration, authorship and institutional critique. We invited artist Teresa Kost to listen, edit and mix those recordings, which resulted in audio publication to be listened as an introduction to the performances each night of the event. I see my future as... I see my future as... <laughs> it is extremely important. We make clear that the anxiety we both experience and produce is not ours. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, I just, I don't know how to negation to try to from together at the same time. Okay, 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 okay. Another confession letter with some notes. We're talking about difficulty of being together with our differences. presentations and in the sound publication for the subtracted seduction this was addressed in different ways in different formats
the institution of the artist of the text of the exhibition is being deconstructed and their frameworks are being performed to expose how the creation of meaning happens in relation. For the subjectivities becoming being constructed through protocols. The exhibition is being deconstructed. It's passive. It helps to know who is doing it. Although I don't understand if it is intentional because of the authorship thing. But it also strips some of the responsibility. And you know, deconstruction is hard work, doesn't happen by itself. Tina, which kind of protocols? Protocols, let's say, of exhibition. Otvaranje postavka, zatvaranje, govor, uloge koje se prepostavljaju u tim okvirima. Kako se ponašamo dok se krećemo kroz prostor gledajući jedne druge kako gledamo umjetnički rad. To je sve omogućeno protokolima. For the subtracted seduction I presented under the title Seven Anxieties and the World together with the smoke machine, a blue light, a microphone, a music of stone sculptures, a written script in a box publication containing 22 cards. Introducing the otherwise exhibiting is a position to affirm a territory of activity such as exhibiting that is able to involve time, space, artist, curator, institution, audience, and then to propose a shift to declare a disconformity which allows for a space of freedom and transformation of what is already giving, habits, prejudice, accustomed ways of operating. After the presentation of the research subject, I ask audience to pick a card from the box they have received and I read a text related to the object depicted on the card. The object become, comes from exhibition or a public presentation of other artists. Methods Reading manifesto together with the stone music. Talking through the voice of others. On these cards I printed photos of 22 items from my collection of takeaway material which I picked up from different exhibitions of other artists. From the public presentation Seven Anxieties and the World that was already mentioned, I developed one-on-one -on -one card reading a conversation of sorts. Based on the anxieties of the artists I do reading for, the conversation is recorded as research material for different artistic anxieties to be noted down, shared and published. As it was in the detective stories in my residency rooms in the presentation Seven Anxieties and the World, with the card reading and later throughout different activities. I was citing and referencing the works, exhibitions, public events and artists that collected material comes from. What happened is that I decided not to relate to the material from the collection with negative acrity. 
meaning that what I relate to only through negative or critique, I don't speak about. Pia, could you say why? And could something like material that produces negative effects be a better way to describe them than negative critique? Otherwise, it seems like you engage critically with the archive. It could be right, I definitely think that there is an element of art critique present in your work, the way that you reference others' work, your presentations could be called essays. I'm also curious about how this then opened the door for the other events or why. There is something so interesting about positive affects in connection to Spinoza's theory and also in Sedgwick. It's like pleasure activism. I wonder how this works. Goda. This is very interesting twist, but I think it's not really understandable for a reader. I know what you mean because we talked about it, but you better reformulate it or even better expand. It's also very interesting because your decision is made based on a very personal, emotional, not so much conceptual choice. You got tired of being the mean person in the audience because of your critical thinking and because of how people then feel and look at you. And this profoundly emotional decision-making decision is very interesting to watch in the kind of work that you do. In your place, I would go for an entire paragraph discussing this particular transformation. opened the door for other events where the objects and items from the collection became even more like catalysts for activities than research data. Once I invited some friends over to see my collection. I invited some friends over to see my collection and I read them a confession letter. Method, researching by writing and reading the confession letter. Location, Cave Basement Performing Arts Forum, France. As we are dealing with documentation of a confession letter, here is the censored version of law resolution. I'm not dependent of the context, it's just there. Obsession that the form has to respond to the context and content. I don't propose another exhibition, a new platform for circulation of art. I propose staying with what is already there, an existing structure. 
It creates a risk that the work won't be recognized as a work or that work is to be fine, which is, or it can be, a strength of the research. April I spent in Vienna in the residency that I applied for in the summer before, when I was still afraid that I will not get permit to go back to Belgium. This is also another unbelievable story. It was great beginning of the spring. Melissa gave me books from Elena Filipovic that I wanted to read for a long time. I did stage in my studio room again the story of a dead artist <clears throat> for a museum quartier guided tour so I can use the presentation on their website to publish a story and in this way exhibiting otherwise. Also, I do a card reading about artistic anxieties. Or we pretend we are going to do a horror workshop. Oh no, now this writing sounds like another of my performance readings texts. <laughs> 